Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your morning starts now. It's the Q102 Jeff and Jen podcast brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy. Cincinnati's Q102. We appreciate you starting your Thursday morning with us. It's Tim and Fritch, uh, Jeff and Jen off this week. A couple stories locally here before we get to the news that didn't make the news. Coast Guard closing the river this weekend because of quick currents and dangerous debris. So if you had plans to find your friend's boat to watch the fireworks show, that ain't going to happen. Make new plans. Yeah, it's evidently from the the Hurricane Ida, like all of the flooding that's happening in the northeast, it's going to like start making its way here, I guess. Um, Officials with the Flying Pig say they have no plans to cancel. A lot of people asking Mm -hmm. uh, that I believe is uh, on Halloween this year, the same same day as the uh, Queen Queen Bee. Bee. I'm doing the 10K. You are? Yay! Exciting. So I need to make sure I get get going on that training a little better than I have been. Um, Tonight, Hamilton Westside All-Stars, the Little League team, they are doing a parade for those guys. 7 o'clock through Hamilton. I think they're meeting at the middle school, and they're going to have a police escort, so that is going to be pretty cool. I saw, too, on our Ross Talks Facebook page <laughs> that evidently we had, like, three kids on that team that actually, like, live in Ross, nice. which I thought was very cool, because technically... We have Hamilton zip codes, yeah, but we live in Ross. Ross, that that uh, suburb of Hamilton. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> the way that we do that. Uh, Reds took one game against St. Louis uh, last night's win, included a grand slam by Nick Castellanos. Uh, Reds are off today. They host the Detroit Tigers, or as we say, Detroit Tigers, uh, <laughs> this weekend at Great American Ballpark, and then Ohio State football tonight. Minnesota kickoff at eight o'clock. Um, so that is. I guess there's some of your news this morning, and now it's time for news that didn't make the news. What do we want to start with? Five side gigs you can do at home. The worst days to watch out for the porch pirates. And do you have a fear of fidgeting? Fidgeting. I don't have, I know I am a fidgeter, so I'm excited to hear this what, what's story. What's that about? Yeah. Yeah. So we'll get to those stories in a minute, but right now the CDC is asking unvaccinated people not to travel for Labor Day. Uh, it sounds like plenty of people are ignoring the advice. Uh, about 51 million people in the U.S. planning to travel this weekend. Here are uh, what they're planning to do. Uh, well, or some stats about what's going on this weekend. At least 29 million people have canceled their travel plans because of the Delta variant. I will say that we just had a cancellation for our Airbnb this weekend. Someone mm-hmm. had rented it from Thursday to Tuesday. And said, no, I Canceled don't think it. I'm going to be traveling anymore. Yeah. So we, it's already been rebooked, but uh, we, we asked them why. They said Delta. So yeah. 38% of people traveling this weekend will go to another state. 
That's me. Does it count if it's like a small trip over to Indiana? I don't know. I guess that <laughs> technically is. We're going to visit one of our cousins that lives in Indiana, so I'm going to take that as an out-of-state trip. Most people are driving. Uh, about a quarter of folks are flying somewhere. 44% say they're doing the hotel. Uh, 37% say they're staying with family or friends. And uh, 10% say they're staying at a vacation rental like Airbnb or Verbo, Verbo. So you're looking forward to your trip. You guys are going to Michigan. Yep. It's kind of like your annual thing. You've been doing this for how many this years now? This is either the fifth or sixth year. Yeah. We go rent a house on Lake Huron. It's not super far away. My parents come up for a day and have dinner and play games and we, we play on the beach. Who do you go with? Just like. So it's uh, our it's me and Chris and then our friends Sam and Meg and um, Sarah and some of their significant others. How many people There'll is it? Eight. Like 10. Oh, that's fun. Year. That's a the good group. group. Yeah. It's the biggest group. But. I usually find six to be like the manageable limit, mm-hmm. but I think eight is like you can pull it off. But we all of us are looking forward to the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like. Relaxing, chilling. There's no plan. Playing Jenga. Yeah, there's no plan. We'll play some games. If it rains, we'll watch a movie. We'll cook a little bit. Maybe we'll get pizza. We might go out to eat. Will you guys do like any fun drinking games? We usually do one night where we have like a bonfire on the beach and maybe do some truth or dare. That kind of crap, yeah. <laughs> We have, like to have some good conversations, put the phones away. Yeah, you that's know, that the kind best. Of stuff. Oh, that sounds so some, great. Some wineries and some lighthouses and some things. But you we, don't really venture out and do a lot. Of, like, no. you're not going to be doing anything. No. If we're bored, we may go see a lighthouse. Yeah. Which is two miles up Are the you going to go swimming? Oh, I will. Because the water's going to be, what, about 50 degrees? No, it'll be 70-something, <laughs> but that's still pretty chilly. But still cold, yeah. yeah. I mean, I th- when I taught swim lessons, the American Red Cross suggested that if you're going to teach swim lessons to children, it should be 84.5 degrees. So when it's 72 in Lake Huron, it's, it's a little cold. Yeah, you know. But you grew up with that, so that's you'll be normal fine. normal to me. Yeah. yeah. Top summer things we're going to... Always feel confident on your second date. With help from the Plastic Surgery Group. Schedule a consultation at 513-791-4440 or at theplasticsurgerygroup.com. Surgery has an art. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. A miss once we, uh, you know, get into the fall. Number one, warm weather. Yes. Two, wearing fewer layers of clothing. That's what my boyfriend keeps reminding me because when it was like so hot, remember when the heat index felt like 107? Mm-hmm. And he's like, when it's freezing outside, we're going to be wishing we had these days. And I'm like, I don't know. Summery fruit is on the list of oh, things you're going to miss. That is something that, what, how do you, you really enjoy a good summer meal, don't you? I like grilling and yeah, having but a like, bowl of cold watermelon yeah, and Like summer salad. salads where you yep. mix together the cucumber and the tomato and yep. the onion with the vinegar. Exactly. Oh, not that you can't make that in December, but it just doesn't hit the same, it you know? You're right. Uh, eating ice cream and barbecue were the other things on this list. Survey also asked summer foods uh, that, that people will miss and sense. Watermelon, number one, barbecue, ice cream, pineapple, popsicles, cherries, corn, coconut, and seafood. There you go. Some, some summer stuff. I know we still have, a, a, what, another two or three weeks of a summer officially. Yeah, like I don't the, think it's till like books. September 20-something, right, when fall yeah, starts. But definitely that Labor Day holiday is sort of the unofficial end of summer. 
All right. So we've heard of a fear of heights, right? We heard a fear of needles and fear of commitment. Now there's a fear of fidgeting. It's called mesokinesia. I'm sorry. I really butchered that. (laughs) But it's a hatred of movements like squirming, twitching, pacing. Not exactly new, but there hasn't been a lot of research on it until now. Uh, According to a new study, up to one-third of the population is sensitive or easily irritated by someone else's small and repetitive movements. It doesn't really bother me unless I'm laying in bed next to you and you constantly are moving and you can't get settled. You know what I mean? Like when you're moving around. But I am a big, big fidgeter. I don't know if you've even noticed it, but I do. Like, I'm constantly, like, I touch my face, I touch my hair, I'll touch my arm, or I move my hands. I am part of the two-thirds that is not bothered that by just it. That doesn't, isn't bothered by it? I don't it. even notice it unless, like, mm-hmm. maybe there's a sound to it. Like, sometimes Jen, when he, she wears her rings, she'll, like, like tap, oh, her, tap, tap her fingers, and you can hear, like, the bottom of the ring hit the Hitting. counter. And that doesn't bother She's me. She's a fidgeter, too. I so the women it. in this room are very much fidgety. It doesn't bother me, though. Do we I got I a lot anything? of pent-up stuff inside. I mean, I know I probably scratched my face and picked my nose. No, front, I don't really notice it from you. I feel like you and Jeff are both very relaxed in your roles of just, like, hanging out. But Jen and I are very fidgety. I constantly got to move. Like, I probably leave this room more than anyone else on the show. I have to walk down the hallway. I got to, like, change what I'm looking at. Yeah. Like, during the commercial breaks or the songs, I'll just, like, take a walk down the hallway and come back. Also, why I'm missing sometimes when the song is over because I'm talking to someone. But yeah, I uh, I don't mind being in here unless I got to go to the bathroom. But once ten o'clock hits, you know, once I head Move over around. to the hot list, and then I got to wander. I got to yeah. wander and talk to people. Talk to other people yeah. besides each other. Uh, it's unclear why this bothers people. Scientists su- suspect that it uh, it's sort of mere neurons may be involved. Whatever those are, people may fidget because they're anxious or nervous. So when individuals who suffer from this see that, they then mirror it. Oh. And it feels anxious or nervous for them So it's as like well. yawning. Yeah, it's like, like contagious yawns. Yes. Exactly. Oh. So if you see someone get hurt, you may wince as well. Their pain is mirrored in your own brain. It's almost like when you see someone like maybe barf and then yeah. you're immediately doing it. Uh, there also might be a reason why older people are always shouting at kids to sit still. Yeah. Settle down. They say older adults appear to have a harder time coping with other fidgeting, with other people doing the fidgeting. So there you go. The fear of fidgeting, otherwise known as misokinesia. Osis. Os- nope. It's a, it's <laughs> I'm just a, kidding. It's, a, it's an SIA. See ya. I don't know. So there you go. We have more news that didn't make the news coming up in just a minute, including the worst days for porch pirates. If you live in the city, you know, you got to like maybe have those packages shipped to work so they're not sitting on your front porch available for someone to grab. Don't worry. It's not Thursdays, so. Oh, good. I was going to say, you you might need to run back home real quick. Tell you about it. Coming up next. I'm not going to join a gym. A gym is just a PE class that you pay to skip. (laughs) I hate a PE class. I was a fat kid in school. The last place you want to be is PE class when you were the fat kid. Because the kids already want to kick your fat ass because you're weird and you're fat and you smell like cheese Danish. Now I'm in a locker room naked in front of them. That's awkward. We had a coach always yelling at us. Come on, you got five minutes to dress it out. Five minutes, dress it out. Hurry it up. Five minutes, five minutes. He wasn't even supposed to be in there with us. They made me do gymnastics. They had me up on a balance beam. A balance beam, big old chubby thing. Have you seen a balance beam, skinny girl? They're two inches wide. 
Each of my legs was 55 inches. I was convinced I was gonna slip on the beam and just, I would rip myself right up the middle. I would never be able to give birth. I'm sorry, Lisa can never have a baby. She just broke her lady business in gym class. And that's bull anyway. You shouldn't put a fat kid up on a balance beam. That's wrong. They never took the blind kids to the shooting range. That is comedian Lisa Landry talking about gym class. Um, did, did, you, you enjoy, did you enjoy gym class? Uh, I remember elementary school gym class being a little more fun. It was, you know, I don't know what to do today, so I'm going to tie a wiffle ball on the end of a jump rope, and I'm going to swing it around, and everyone's oh, going to yeah. jump when it comes around. Or dodge. You ball. liked elementary gym? I feel like I enjoyed it more than like middle school and high school. Dude, gym. that was the worst. I had my elementary gym teacher at Latonia Elementary was Mr. Hebel and Mr. McKee. We had two of them. And Mr. Hebel used to make us, he took physical fitness very seriously. Mm-hmm. And I also was a fat kid. Um, and <laughs> he used to make us do like these 15 to 20 minute like um, exercise things, which were mostly the like presidential fitness program. But it was like one of those but what was that what's that called when you go to like stations oh yeah yeah. circuit training it was kind of like circuit training but i remember he used to make us do the squat thrust oh god the worst you really had a yes we had the mail it in gym teacher no mr shaw and he would say now looking back Mm -hmm. looking back at the time we didn't know he would we thought he was just being funny but now looking back and he was the guy that had the short shorts with the with the no belt loops pants (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Yes. And he would be like, They were made hey, out of like polyester. Get over here. <laughs> and be like a guy and a girl, like second graders talking Hot in a dog corner. And, bun. and then I'm like, Holy oh bleep, God. man. <laughs> meant nothing to me as a six year old, but. At 32, you I'm realize, like, Holy uh, what was happening he was there? A perv. <laughs> and then they would always slam, like, Oh, then they would be like, Oh, this week, you would walk into the gym and you're yeah. like, Cool, we're going to play dodgeball. What are we going to do today? And there'd just be like the cart with the record player on it. Oh, and you're yeah. like, Ah! Square dance class. Square dancing. <laughs> Believe me. Do they, so I know they don't do square don't dance know. anymore, but they definitely teach line dancing in gym because that's how my nephew knew how to do. All of a sudden he the shows up at the step. house. No, he's doing like the, <laughs> the cha-cha, cha-cha slide and all that stuff. That's I'm fun. like, hey. But that was more junior high gym for me. Yeah. was like, that's when all the girls really started getting their periods and we would be like, Mr. Turner, we have cramps. And he would be like, you guys can just walk around. So we would just walk. We'd have to move the whole time, but we would walk and like just talk to each other. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah. Yeah. And then uh, square dancing, that's a whole nother thing. Don't get me started on that because at the time you're like, I don't understand why this is part of gym class. These <laughs> records are from the 60s. Dosey dough and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, okay, maybe we're learning this to follow directions. Maybe that's part of it. And the, but then I look back and I'm like, no, this was like trying to get boys and girls to like each other. To like each other. This is what you're supposed to do because next year you're going to come into the gym for this special class. <laughs> Where we Which teach you no all about your body. No sense whatsoever. No idea. You Lynn know. Bloomer over here. <laughs> Where Legos. <laughs> the best at gym class, though, when you're in elementary, and I don't know if they do this anymore either, was when they would get the parachute out. Oh, the parachute was a great day. Yeah, that was like the best or day. Or those little scooter things, the, the the wheels on them, and you would uh, scoot across. The gym teachers hated those things. Yeah, I don't think they do those anymore because of finger injuries, yeah. but yeah. Anyways, I just was, it was fun to think about that when that lady was talking about gym the parachute, class. yeah. Yeah. The thing that I hated worst about gym 
was volleyball. I don't know why, but it gives me so much so anxiety. anxiety. Yeah. Maybe the large ball swinging at your face. The actual sport of it was not. I think it's all the rotations. Like, oh. Now you're up in front. Well, crap. I just figured out how to play in the back. See, I'm more the cheerleader type. Like, <laughs> I liked being on the sideline being like, go, Tim. You got this. You can really do that. I never wanted to be picked. I never wanted to be because there's so much anxiety and pressure on. Well, you and I both wore glasses, so we were all picked last. <laughs> you must suck at sports. You wear glasses. Fat glasses wear. <laughs> hey, you're puffy and you got some 80s child eyewear. Husky. You, yeah, yeah. I know. We shopped at the Sears Husky section a lot in my family. That's fine. A lot of, I guess I didn't realize gym class gave me a lot of issues. So many. Yes. So much. That's what I'm saying. She was talking about that and all these memories kept flooding my brain. All right, we'll move uh, on. We'll move on. Uh, the worst days for porch pirate theft. So porch pirates are literally people that come up and steal stuff yeah, that's so, been know, delivered from FedEx, Amazon. Yeah, you get a delivery. It's on your porch. You're not home from work yet. It's just sitting there. People driving around their old Buick LeSabre with its rusted out muffler dragging down the street, hopping out and stealing stuff. Which is so bizarre to me that people are getting away with that with all of the ring cameras mm-hmm. and the Nest cams and stuff. But people are still doing it, man. Um. When we lived downtown in Prospect Hill, like OTR area, we ne- we never had an issue with it, but a lot of our neighbors occasionally would and would mm-hmm. post it in like the neighborhood Facebook group. So I just started having anything that I was having delivered other than it would fit in a mailbox, which was locked. Um, I would just have it delivered to work. Yeah. I feel like that's kind of the safest way to go with that situation. More packages are stolen on Monday than any other day of the week. So Monday is the day. That the porch pirates are out. Out looking. Tuesday is the second, and Wednesday is the next day. Yeah. So. We had a very fun porch incident happen with us yesterday. Actually, it was the day before. So I was home with my daughter. She just woke up. We were taking a nap, and we walked through the living room, and we look out on the front porch. I, I thought someone from Amazon had just delivered a package to us because our ring camera went off. We have one of those Nest cameras, mm-hmm. and I was like, oh, it's probably just a package. I walked by, and it is a full-blown bag of groceries, a whole box of ramen noodles, and a huge bag of tortilla chips. Sounds like a win. It was like $60 worth of groceries delivered to our door. And I was like, I didn't do that. I know Scott, there's no way Scott delivered that. So I call him just to kind of feel him out and be like, did you deliver? Like, I'm thinking maybe he got creative and was like, I'm going to make dinner. I had it delivered. No, it was um, an instant cart that had been delivered to the wrong house. So you called the So called I called the neighbor. the neighbor like, hey, is this yours? Hey, is this yours? And then they, it was the lady next door. But she was like, it's happened to her twice now where they had delivered mm. her. She has kind of like a hidden driveway. Um, and so she, it happened to her twice that they delivered the groceries to the wrong place. I have found it interesting, though. A lot of delivery people, at least that have come out to our home, they, they don't necessarily look at the house number, like at the actual plate that mm-hmm. is on the physical house with numbers on it. They never really connect with that. They connect with where the dot is on their oh, on the phone yes. And so that's what like, she, look at the yes. house number. That's what the neighbor said, too. She was like, if you look us up on Google Map, it actually goes to this other mm-hmm. driveway, which is not a real driveway. It's like a fake street. Yeah. Um, what else do we have for you today? Oh, going back to the worst day. So Saturday, it's the least likely day to have anything stolen off your porch. Living in the city and living in apartment buildings were the worst for it. Um, and then finally here this morning, five things that you can do to make a little money 
uh, from home, side gigs. I have a lot of side hustles. You have a ton of side hustles. I've been trying to be more smart about them, mm-hmm. make sure they're worth my while and all that. And I've, I've fine-tuned a little bit this past year. I always year. enjoy hearing what people are doing. So what are they? Uh, number one, translating. If you're fluent in another language, you can do it from home now to make extra money. Okay. Two, become a virtual assistant. It's more common now that jobs have moved online, like emailing, scheduling, booking hotels can all be done from your couch. So if you want to be like, uh, so like kind of like Tanya helps with Patty, she can mm-hmm. do some of that stuff from home. Uh, three, sell stuff online, eBay, Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace, reselling stuff for a profit. See, I wish I had more time and patience to do something like that. Because I feel like you have all these things at your house, like a pair of shoes mm-hmm. that maybe you've only worn twice. Yes, you can donate those, but you could also probably sell them online or even like, to- you know, taking toys. And We've done a little of that with our rehabs. Like, like we, oh, we bought this couch to stage the house. We don't like the couch anymore. We just bought it so it would look good in this house. The owner doesn't want to buy it. We'll sell it for 50 bucks more than we paid for yeah. it. You know, that kind of thing. Do you hate the hassle of it, though? Like putting it up, having uh, to communicate with people, people Chris backing out. Yeah, see, it's on him. Chris does it. I, I would be the Chris in our relationship. I think we don't yeah. do it enough for it to be that big of an issue. Deal. Uh, manage a brand social media account. You can do that part-time from anywhere, really, as long as you have Wi-Fi. I've done that before. Um, and then website testing. A lot of companies hire people to test their sites before they go public. They pay about 40 bucks an hour once you're established. And all you have to do is click around, look for mistakes, give them some feedback. So there you go. Some things you can do from home. Maybe look into that. It's from Zip, Zipia. Zipia's got the, Zipia. the info on that. So just go to the website and you can find that. So there you go. It is 7.53 at Q102 here in Cincinnati. Beautiful day today. No humidity. Thanks for listening to the Q102 Jeff and Jen Morning Show Podcast, brought to you by CVG Airport. Fly healthy through CVG. For more information, go to CVG Airport backslash fly healthy.